The Homophiles contains explicit language and graphic sexual descriptions, and it's very, very gay. Welcome to the Homophiles, friends. Um, If you can believe it, we're coming to the close of this book. We've got about three episodes left, um, unless the last recording is super long and we end up splitting it up. But regardless, that is wild. Thanks so much for sticking with us and supporting us as we bring you this, let's just say, interesting specimen of misogynist gay erotica which we didn't really anticipate so sorry about that um we've got a couple of things to mention before we get going today on this episode and the next one we're joined by an amazing guest swathi who i'm sure is going to make a lasting impression on you with her remarks on the next two chapters We also want to give a content warning for violence against women and a discussion about abortion in this episode. I don't have the exact timestamp yet because I haven't finished putting the episode together for you beautiful people, but I'll include the timestamp in the description of the episode if you want to skip over these parts. So this episode was originally supposed to be the penultimate episode of the season, and we recorded it with the intention of including two chapters in this episode. But as it turns out, this episode would be way too long if we did that. So I've decided to split up what we recorded into two episodes. This means it's a little bit funky since we didn't plan it that way. So we don't have our regular intros and outros, and you won't get Killjoy Corner in this episode because we only recorded one, which will be featured at the end of the next episode. Don't be sad though, you sweet baby angels. We sprinkled Killjoy throughout the recording, so there's no shortage of it. One last thing we wanted to tell you about is that we've opened a Patreon account. So if you'd like to help us out financially, that's a great way to do it. We've got a bunch of ideas for next season and we want to keep bringing folks onto the podcast with the possibility of paying them. And we'd also really like to improve our sound quality, but that means money for better equipment. So it's things like that that we could really use your help with. So go check out our page. It's patreon.com slash homophiles. That's with, you guessed it, a PH, and see what you think. And of course, we encourage you all to give us a review on iTunes, tweet at us at homopod, let us know what you think, tell your friends about us. And regardless of whether or not you can help us financially, we really, really appreciate your support. You are 100% worth more to us than your ability to donate. Please remember that. Uh, But it would be great if you could. So I think that's it. And let's get on with the episode. Introduce myself? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I'm Swati. I am a queer, dark brown, Tamil femme. For white people, you might understand me as Tamil, <laughs> but it's actually Tamil. Yay! Yay! You're here. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, and we're sorry. 
get into it. Apparently, in the there are two short chapters. Mm-hmm. Janet wants to get through both of them today. Yeah, this one's eleven pages. The next one's eleven pages. I think we can do it because this one has no sex in it, and that's no fun. So, no, but it's also what? important. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe it's also yeah, important for the plot. Yeah. Well, I, I can't though because it's all important for the plot. <sighs> it's see. important for the plot, which we care, care deeply about. about. Also, I feel Uh-oh. like it'll take more Pretty time to like sex. dissect it. Uh oh. Okay. I think Ray and I have been operating on a completely different this <laughs> entire <laughs> endeavor. So there's no sex in this one, but there's plenty of misogyny, joy, <laughs> and sneakiness. Chapter nine. Neither Dan, nor Jim, nor Carl, nor Terry ever imagined that living could be such a beautiful affair. They made a beautiful quartet. Their home life was perfect, and all four were never happier. All right. Yeah. Okay. Big surprise. Unfortunately, like all perfect happiness, trouble comes in one form or another. In the cases of Dan, Jim, Terry, and Carl... Trouble seemed to come at them all at once from every conceivable direction. That sounds really unbelievable for being so perfect. It's probably women, though. I'm sure. Spoilers, it's women. (laughs) (laughs) It started with a phone call to Jim from Polly. Oh, yeah. I just want to say real fast, phone has like a like a apostrophe ahead of it like because it's short for telephone. In the 70s, I guess it was still short for telephone. I love that. It started with a phone call to Jim from Polly. I've got to see you, Jim. It's very important, Polly said. Her voice sounded urgent. Jim suddenly had the feeling that his happiness was soon about to be over. She's pregnant. (laughs) What about Polly? I can't tell you over the phone, damn it. I've got to see you right away, tonight. The way she spoke, Jim could tell Polly was upset and desperate. He didn't want to She's see her. She's always desperate, so I'm not convinced. <laughs> but wait a minute, is Jim the guy who really prefers cis men's butts to loose sloppy vaginas? Yeah. Now he does, okay. but this yes. is also the biphobia of the book. Oh, yeah. He's not allowed to be bisexual. Yeah. Right. He was straight, then he had, well, then he was penetrated, right. and now he's gay. <laughs> and the loose yeah. sloppy vagina belongs to Polly. Yeah. Yes. Got it. We actually did that. Polly. <laughs> yeah, Polly's loose sloppy cunt. <laughs> L-S-C. L-S-C. <laughs> In the community. I'm going to go out and get me some L-S-C tonight. <laughs> kind of sounds good when you say it like yeah. that. Yeah, Maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. I can't tell you over the phone, damn it. I've got to see you right away, tonight. The way she spoke, Jim could tell Polly was upset and desperate. He didn't want to see her, but it was obvious that something was wrong dreadfully wrong. Okay, I'll pick you up in about an hour, he said. He dropped the telephone into its cradle and walked slowly back into the living room. Wow. Dan looked at him. What's wrong, Jim? You look like you've just heard from the devil himself. Actually, the devil herself, thank you very much, (laughs) Dan. In fact, the book goes on. I have, Jim said. Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) I will remind you that Polly hasn't done anything, like, wrong yet, apart from being super homophobic. She has been super homophobic. But, like, well, I guess that's enough. Okay, so she's a double, that's fine. (laughs) And she just got pregnant. Yes, and that is definitely a fault. That is 100% (laughs) her fault. Yeah. So. Um, Before we go on, I just wanted to make mention of this thing that I noticed while we, while listening to the episodes of our podcast. 
about a million times per episode, someone's like, well, it is the 60s, or, well, it is the 70s. And I think it's like a running thing now that we really should go with. Yeah. We're very inconsistent about exactly when this was. Well, it is the 20s. I asked them. They said 76, they believe. Well, Ray said 76. I said that. I don't know why. I don't know what to trust. I feel like we could go with the technology. There are stereoptics. Stereoptical machines and phones and apostrophes. Phone, yeah. po- a telephone. phone with cradles. Phone? Cradles, cradles existed yeah. for a long time. Can't slam no. a phone anymore. Nineteen sixties. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, Jim? You look like you've just heard from the devil himself. I have, Jim said, dropping down on the couch next to Dan. Polly said she has to see me. By the way she sounded on the phone, I feel that I've got to go. Dan pulled him into his arms. Leaving me for a woman, he said cheerily. (laughs) How ridiculous. Jim didn't smile. Something's wrong. I know, Polly. I can tell. What could be wrong? (laughs) You worry about things too much, Dan said. He kissed Jim softly on the lips. Do you want me to come along with you? No. Fuck off. Do you want me to come along with your business? It's none of your business. I want to get to offer. He's a supportive partner. I want to stare down Polly. Sit in the damn car, Dan. He could sit in the car, but he's trying Mm -hmm. to be supportive. I know. know, His Adonis-like boyfriend is (laughs) just spoken with the devil. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that must be hard. Mm -hmm. Women are scary. Women are scary. Women. Women are quite The perversity of women. Females yeah. in homosexual lives. That's <laughs> from the back of the book. Yes. Oh, back of the yeah. book goes, the perversity of females in homosexual lives can result in bizarre and terrible Jesus happenings. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> this is why I chose this book. Oh my gosh. This is like some men's right bullshit. Uh, it's like, ridiculous. Yeah. It's like it the epitome really of like misogynist gay men. Yeah, and you know how there's this like total narrative that if you're a lesbian, you're a man hater. But I'm like, mm. kind of the opposite, right? Yeah. yeah, and at least like we have a reason. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you're right, actually. And and like sometimes gay men are like, oh, I hate women. Like, and they have that thing where they're like, but that's okay and cute because I'm a gay man. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's how power works. And yeah. women, when they like say like men suck, yeah, it's, like, mm-hmm. used against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go shave your armpits. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dyke. <laughs> <laughs> Let me oh, see your boy. pits right now. <laughs> Go shave them. Yeah. <laughs> no man's gonna touch you with those. No, I better go alone. Polly is suspicious of you and me as it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, for, for some goddamn reason. Whatever's on her devious little mind, I'll have to face it by myself. I don't want to get you any more involved with her than I have already. Dan kissed him again. Okay, do whatever you think is best. But remember, Dan added, that I love you very much, Jim. And no matter what Polly says, I want to know about it and I want to help. Weirdly well, that's nice. Yeah. I mean, they model <laughs> a supportive nice. relationship, but then they, like, mm-hmm. douse it in misogyny. Yes. Yeah. We are we're so connected deeply by our hatred of women. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yeah. 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 Polly was waiting on the porch when Jim drove up. She ran down the walk and got into the car. The first thing she did was to throw herself into Jim's arms and begin to cry. Hey, hey, Jim said, easing her away from him. Don't touch me. What's all this about? Oh, Jim, I'm so miserable. I don't know what we're going to do. Mm. 
What we're going to do about what? Jim asked. He managed to free himself from her by busying himself with the gear shift and driving the car off down the street. Car, so wait, car, did she car, get car, in the car? car? She and got then, in the car. Okay. <laughs> I would love that if she was just like, yeah. the car. <laughs> I know, I'm like, you just throw away. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do about what? <laughs> Polly just sat there for a long time, not saying anything. Do about what? Jim said more firmly. Polly didn't look at him. Polly, do about what? About what? I don't understand a goddamn thing. I'm a naive little sweet gay boy. Why are you clutching your belly? Why are you holding out a pregnancy test? I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She said it very calmly, very quietly. So I should reread that. You should say it again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have a baby. (laughs) A baby. Okay. I'm going to have a baby. Sultry too. Sultry. That was. She said it very calmly, very quietly. We're pregnant. (laughs) My loose, sloppy cunt is going to have a baby. Good thing it's so loose. It's gonna get a lot looser soon. Slip right (laughs) Jim almost drove the car up onto the curb. A baby? How? Who? When? Oh my God! How? You How? ejaculated inside her LSC. <laughs> also, you are not. But who are not? Right? You, I guess it's you, Jim. Yeah. Like when who is the baby? Or like less than nine months. <laughs> so nice. Polly glared at him. Who? You have a nerve asking that, Jim. Whose baby do you think I'm going to have? Yeah. Polly, you and I haven't. Dot dot dot. She cut him off with. It's yours, Jim. There isn't any doubt about that. I've never allowed anybody else to touch me. Also, does, did he, like, truly forget but that's about, how that worked. about all the sex that they had? They had sex? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. We've never? Is that right. what he said? Like, they just we haven't. We haven't. Like, hasn't we haven't been in the next, in the last three days. Yeah, that's yeah, all I can remember. <laughs> you would know already, Polly. Yeah, he's put his straight life behind him. Yeah. yeah. I am no he longer straight, so. that. <laughs> That's so far past. Oh, my God. He's blocked it out, probably. Mm-hmm. Jim's head was all a muddle. He couldn't think straight. All a muddle. <laughs> Jesus, he muttered, a baby. A baby. Our baby, Polly corrected. <laughs> I can't believe it. I've had two doctors check me over, Polly went on. There isn't any doubt about it. I'm about four months pregnant. What? Four months. Four months? Four months? They've been dating for a long time. Before I guess he... so. Yes, there isn't the least bit of doubt in anybody's mind. Do your folks know? Don't be a fool, Jim. Of course they don't know. I haven't told anybody. She searched in her handbag for a package of cigarettes. She stuck one in her mouth, lit it, exhaled. It is is the 20s. Hey, it is the 50s. Sometimes that was okay. Hey, Mom, welcome to the 60s. Hey, it is 1875. (laughs) You know? You know. She stuck one in her mouth, lit it, exhaled the smoke, and slumped down in the seat. We'll have to get married, of course, she said, (laughs) quite nonchalantly. (laughs) It is the 30s. (laughs) She said, quite nonchalantly. Again, Jim almost lost control of the car. Married? Well, of course, what else can we do? No, Jim said firmly. I can't marry you, Polly. And why not? Jim couldn't think straight. That's the second time. Mm Mm-hmm. He's literally incapable of 
departing from his homosexual mind now. He can't. Yeah. He can't think, think straight. straight. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like that yeah. analysis. Yeah, yeah, I like this. It's a good response to. Uh, uh, we have to get married. He wished Dan were here. I just can't. I don't love you for one thing. You know that. You did once, she said, letting tears run down her cheeks. Nice. What stopped all that, Jim? Was it Dan Carpenter? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Don't be sickening, Jim managed to say. Uh, Although there was a lump Jim. in his throat. I know. It's, you know, it's oh, always disappointing me. Yeah. I think that he's trying to protect himself, though. Like, honestly. I mean, but fair, but... Yeah. From what? From homophobia oh. and people knowing about it. Yeah. It sounds pretty internalized, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't be sickening, Jim managed to say, although there was a lump in his throat and his whole body felt like a block of ice. They drove for a while in silence. Then Jim said, how about an abortion? How about an abortion? How about an abortion? How about an abortion? He didn't like the idea of subjecting Polly to such a thing, but he couldn't think of any other way out. No, Polly said. She said it definitely. No abortion. I want this baby, Jim. I want you, and I want the baby, and that is that. No, it was, like, almost good because, you know, he's like, okay, it sounds like she means it. Good. But then it's just all her wily female plot. Yeah, yeah she's trying to ensnare him. Yeah, she sure is. It is Vic Blake. I can't marry you, Polly. I just can't. Then I shall go to your family and tell them about you and Dan Carpenter. Then I oh. shall go to your family and out you as a homosexual. Oh, uh, homosexual. She really raised the stakes. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and so now they wow. now he'll be like, you're right, never mind. I actually very much love you. Um, your blackmail has definitely worked. It is yeah, so romantic. The way you. that you blackmail We're going to have a long-lasting and hearty relationship. Yeah, yeah. Well, divorce doesn't exist in the 40s. (laughs) Jim's foot slammed down on the brake. He jerked the car to a halt alongside the road. Also, why are they driving? Right. Where are they going? Polly's dad hates Jim. Oh, right. She lives with her parents. Mm -hmm. Oh, but couldn't they have just, like, pulled over or something? Yeah, totally. You think so. This seems, like, awfully unsafe. Yeah, Yeah. like, just continuing to drive during this conversation. He keeps going up on the curb. He's like... (laughs) Yeah. Well, there are a lot of cars in this book. There's, like, a running theme of cars and driving. Like, Terry and Carl got together when they were, like, fixing a U-Haul. Or not a U-Haul, like a... a, What what do they call those trucks? Pickup trucks. Pickup trucks. Thank you. Oh god, that's the that's the least lesbian thing I've ever said in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And also the most. A U haul. A U haul? (laughs) All cars all cars are U hauls, right? Yeah. 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 Subaru. (laughs) Yeah, that that one. Jim's foot slammed down on the brake. He jerked the car to a halt alongside the road. You'll do nothing of the kind, he said, turning to Polly, his eyes flashing with hatred. You just keep your vicious thoughts to yourself. Polly did the unexpected. She threw herself into his arms and started to cry. Jim found himself responding. His arms went around her and he smoothed and petted her. Now, don't let yourself get out of hand, he said. Don't let yourself get out of hand, dear girl child. <laughs> Fragile woman. We'll work this thing out. Don't cry, Polly. Please don't cry. He couldn't have Dan dragged into this mess. He'd have to do the right thing. He'd have to marry Polly. Oh, the ultimate man. sacrifice. It seemed the only way to keep Dan safe from the disaster Polly might cause. Jim took a deep breath, tilted Polly's face up to his, and kissed her lightly on the mouth. Yikes. Her lips lips tasted 
stale and fleshy. (laughs) (laughs) And he cringed inside just by kissing her as lightly and casually as he had. Oh, gosh. She's repulsive. She is repulsive. He is a confirmed homosexual now. Before he was a potential homosexual. Stale and fleshy. How does that even work? Stale. That's terrible. But... Gross. I know, lips like generally aren't stale. Like you're kissing a wall? I don't understand. I'm not sure. A you're kissing like a, a chip that you opened like a, a week ago. Ew, it's such a sitter. I guess it would be like kissing like a dead fish. Yeah. 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 Like a bloated. It's stale. Mm-hmm. Ew. It's stale fleshy. and fleshy. Like dead for yeah. a couple days. Ew. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, Polly, he said finally, looking deep into her eyes, searching her face for something he could find that he could love. There wasn't anything there no. for him. Nothing. But still, he had to think about Dan. He had to do the right thing. Okay, he said again. We'll get married. Polly threw her arms around his neck and hugged him tightly. Oh, Jim, Jim, Jim. You won't be sorry. I promise you that. You'll never be sorry. Oh, I love you so much. But Jim's reaction was one of revulsion. Yeah. He wanted to shove her body away from him. His skin crawled just by feeling her flesh up against his. Once a long time ago, his cock would have gotten hard by this time, and he'd have her legs apart and would be fucking the hell out of her. But now she... Okay. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Because seriously obsessed with, like, hating women. But now she revolted him. The very feel of her made him sick to his stomach. It's gonna barf all over her. That's what I think of you and your pregnancy and this marriage plan. Again, he eased her away and pulled the car back onto the road. Don't say anything to your family yet, he asked. I think we should get married someplace very quietly. Then in a couple of weeks, we'll tell them we've been married for a couple of months. That way the baby will be legitimate in everyone's eyes. Whatever you say, darling, Polly answered. You know, it's interesting, though, like, that feeling of, like, you know, I think, like, in some ways that's a relatable feeling when you were really attracted to someone, and then you're just, like, at some point down the future just being, Mm -hmm. like, I am so not into you at all anymore. That's true. Usually by this point, my cock would be very hard, and we'd be just going at it. fucking the hell out of you. The hell out of you. Yeah, but you know, but then you like, but then yeah. it just has this added dimension because you know it's because she's a woman. Yeah, exactly. You know, like it's like overlaid with this like nasty misogyny that's been present the whole fucking book. So mm-hmm. it's like not just a normal reaction to like being An hugged ex. by your ex. Yeah. It's, it's just her very femininity is repulsive. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you say, darling. Polly answered, cuddling up next to him. Jim wanted to reach over, push open the car door, and shove her out into the street and back the car up over her. Oh, my God! Whoa. So he wanted to kill her. He wanted to murder her. And the baby. And the baby. The unborn child. But he didn't. (laughs) Oh, what restraint. He could never do anything like that, even though her announcement meant the ruination of his entire future. (sighs) Casually. Yeah, he gets some cookies for that. (laughs) He's not going to murder her. Jim kissed her goodnight and promised to see her the following night. What he would tell Dan he didn't know yet, but he felt he'd best tell him the truth. It was the simplest way out. It broke his heart to think he'd lose Dan, but he had no other recourse. Polly, on the other hand, felt smug and secure. She felt so smug that after getting up to her room, she pulled out her writing paper and smiled as she wrote, Dear Mr. Carpenter, In case you're wondering why it was so urgent that I see Jim tonight, 
It was to tell him that I'm going to have a child. His child. We're going to be married secretly, then tell everyone we've been married for months. By doing it that way, our baby will be will never be thought of as illegitimate. All this was Jim's idea. I hope you're a good loser. Who's Mr. Carpenter? Wow. Dan Carpenter. Dan. That's Dan. James oh. Lover. The, the oh, lover. What a hoe! <laughs> Damn. She signed her name, and when she addressed and sealed the envelope, she couldn't help laughing. I wonder if Vic had like horrible women in his life, or is this if this is just like how he imagines women to be? Uh, Right? Question. Very good question. She couldn't go to bed. She was too happy with herself. Oh my god! She'd gotten Jim, and she had to mail that letter right away to make sure her victory was known as soon as possible. The, the, just the funny thing about like that is like we know they live the together. Lands. Yeah, you think your letter is gonna get there faster than Jim in his car? Well, this is the thing. But maybe she assumes that he's not gonna tell Dan the truth. Mm. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think that's probably what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's probably what's gonna happen. That he's gonna be like, maybe I can't tell him, and then yeah. she's gonna send the letter, and then he's gonna be like, right. "Fuck you, man." Yeah. But her news was stale by the time the letter arrived. Oh, yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. Like her lips. Stale. Because they have... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the news is stale, much like your lips. Jim came directly home after seeing Polly. Dan was alone in the living room. He put his book aside and smiled at Jim. The newlyweds have gone to bed already, he said, referring to Terry and Carl. What did Polly have to say that was so important? Well, speaking of newlyweds, <laughs> Dan... Jim slumped into a chair. His shoulders drooped. He couldn't look Dan in the face. She's pregnant, he said flatly. Dan rushed to him. He gripped him by the shoulders and forced Jim to look at him in the face. What did you say? Dan almost shouted, shaking Jim forcibly. Pregnant? As if he didn't know. I mean, what else? Right. Pregnant? Pregnant? <laughs> what? Jim nodded. No, Dan said. I don't believe it. She's trying to trick you. She says she's four months gone already. It all figures out. It's my kid, all right. I was banging her a couple of times a week way back then. It must be my baby. I won't accept that, Dan said. Jim eased himself up from the chair. Well, I'm sorry, Dan, but I'm afraid you'll have to. I've told Polly I'll marry her. What? Jim, you can't. I won't let you. Jim spun around. And what else could I tell her? I have to marry her, Dan. She's carrying my child. I can't just let her go it alone. It's the only decent thing for me to do. There's well, some truth in that. I mean, yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. Yes, Dan thought to himself, it would be the best thing for Jim to do because Jim was the decent sort. He wanted to say, but what about us? But he couldn't do that. Jim was troubled enough. He couldn't add to that trouble. Has she seen a doctor? Dan asked after a while. Two. Two of them. Two? Why two? Jim, sh- Jim shrugged. She wanted to be sure, I suppose. Mm. Suddenly, Dan grew suspicious. Mm-hmm. When a girl's told she's pregnant, she usually doesn't run around having herself checked over by several doctors. Did you get the name of these doctors? Says who? Right. What? Says Dan Carpenter, expert on women's health. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually in the States right now making some of the rules. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jim hey. frowned. No, why should I ask her that? Because I think she's trying to pull a fast one. I think she's out to get you and won't stop at anything. If she's been missing her periods for four months, she's known for some time that she's pregnant. She would have said something long before this. 
He bit down on his lip, thinking hard. He had to think of some way to get Polly examined, or at least find out the names of the doctors who confirmed her pregnancy. Dan suddenly snapped his fingers. Jim! (laughs) By George, I've got it! (laughs) Jim, he said hurriedly. I've got an idea. I just won't accept this sudden announcement of hers. I just can't give you up. When he looked at Jim, he saw the tears. He went over to him and gathered him into his arms. Jim broke down. Oh, Dan, I don't want to marry Polly. I love you. I love you so damn much. But what can I do? Just this, Dan said. Tell Polly you've told your parents about the problem. Tell Polly your folks insist that she be examined by their family doctor. I'll arrange for a doctor I know and trust to examine her. You've got to insist that she get examined again. Will you do that? Jim didn't want to submit Polly to another exam, but he nodded his head. Yes, he said, if you think it will do any good. I think it'll do all the good in the world, Jim. I really think that devious little broad is trying to pull a fast one on us. I bet she is. Do y'all know where the word broad comes from? No. I learned about this. Um, Well, probably really bad. Yeah, it is. And it's actually a term that originates in, um, from like butchers. And a broad is a piece of meat with a hole in it. (gasps) What? Yeah. Oh my dear lord. That's awful. Isn't it? That's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so exciting. Wow. wow, I can't even make a joke about loose, sloppy cunts right now, because that's really gross Isn't and awful. Isn't it? Yeah. Holy shit. It's like, because they, like, you know, put a nail in it, to, like, or, like, put the hook. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So, no, that's, that's cool. That's oh my God. <laughs> wow. Listeners, it's a world of education out there. Holy smokes. Okay. Well, that devious little broad is trying to pull a fast one on us. Dan felt Jim's arms tighten around him. Come on, Jim, Dan said. Let's not think about it anymore tonight. If anybody in this family gets pregnant, it's going to be one of us, okay? Jim chuckled in spite of his misery. Um, How I don't do understand. Well, yeah, not, not so sure about the logistics on that. Uh, no. <laughs> well, the joke is that the both cis men and gay cis men. Uh, get pregnant. Yes, uh, 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 never uh, result uh, in that. Uh, ho, 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 ho. Yet another reason ho, ho, ho. that gay cis men's relationships are just superior to everybody else. Yeah, yeah. quite. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Jim chuckled in spite of his misery. He felt Dan's hot, firm, hard body against him, and he couldn't control his cock from starting to get hard. I love you, Dan. Prove it, Dan chided. Jim reached down and grabbed Dan's prick. It was hard and throbbing. The mere touch of it sent shivers up and down both of their spines. Okay. With pleasure, Jim said, sinking to his knees, pulling out Dan's prick and sucking it into his mouth. Dan smoothed his hands through Jim's hair. If you keep that up, man, you're going to have a baby in your throat. (laughs) Ew! Like, definitely not a baby. It's the seed of life. Oh, God. I just, that makes, that all of that could have been hot, actually, like, taken isolated from these assholes that it's yeah. yeah. of, but uh-huh. then the so whole baby the, in the throat thing is just... And the oh. man. Man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> Oof. Yikes. Almost done. Maybe I'll say that next time on Second mm. Sentence Dick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna 
have a baby with her. <laughs> wow. Please let us know. See, see how long their heart on last. Yeah. <laughs> You've never had any suck your dick, though. <laughs> but saying. Fair, there you go. Fair point. Jim got up. Take me to bed, Dan. I need you tonight more than ever before in my life. Let's go, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are we standing around here for? Man. Man. Hey, bud. Uh, and that's the end of this chapter. All right. See you later, man. <laughs> and there's that awkward end of the episode that we don't have a proper ending for. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. This chapter was a bit... I don't know, painful, disappointing, I don't know. Vic Blake just gets really weird, and uh, we really appreciate you sticking with us. Hope you had fun. Thanks for tuning in, and wham, bang, bang. See you next time, folks.